You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. Distraction. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Adam Silva. Sitting with me is Scott Malank. How are we doing, Scott? I'm good, Adam. That was really fast. It was very fast because we have a lot of fucking shit we got to talk about today. There's a lot of nonsense that is going on. I think everybody knows what we're going to talk about. Um, so I just want to get get moving with the show. Let's fucking Dude, go. You're, you're talking a mile a minute, man. <laughs> I don't know if I can keep up. Let's fucking do it. All right. You brought first of all, you brought a drink over. A special. This is a special yeah. drink. Yeah, I got to tell a little story. So. Uh, we kind of started doing beer of the show again. A little like bit, yeah. Our two hundredth episode, we brought it back, and we figured, hey, let's run with this. Well, we're being we're being irresponsible, and we're getting together to do the show in person as opposed to social distancing. So you know, it is what it is. At any rate, <laughs> I uh, I was thinking outside the box a little bit. I didn't bring a beer of the show. I brought us booze of the show. Little rumsky. I bought us a bottle of rum that we're drinking some rum and cokes. Rum and Cokes. Rum and Cokes. Um, this is fucking dangerous as shit. Yeah, so... I'm a, uh, when you brought this over, I'm a, I'm a glass and half of wine in, so this okay. is going to be interesting. Okay, so I'll tell a little bit about this this rum. It is called, forgive me if I'm butchering this name, Barcelo Imperial by Ron Dominicano. It is rum from the Dominican Republic. Alright. So when I was... Back when I was in high school, I, I was telling you this before, I don't remember how old I was. I was either 10th or 11th grade. I know I wasn't in 9th grade, and I know I wasn't in 12th grade. It was one of the, the you know, the, the cream field, the, yeah. mid, the middle years. My family, we went on vacation to the Dominican Republic. Wasn't old enough, or wasn't even close to old enough to drink. But there, basically, it's whatever. Just drink. So I drank a lot, and there was a rum that I had when I was like 16, 17, that I was there. It was so fucking delicious. I got so hammered drunk off of it as a kid. It was awesome, but I could not remember the name of it to save my life. It was like something Spanish, so I, I didn't know. Well, relatively recently, it like came to me in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and I kid you not, I remembered the name of the rum I had in 2002. I just imagine Scott tossing and turning in his bed, his, your wife get pissed off, you're like, oh, shut the fuck up, all of a sudden you, you kick up, you kick up, sit up straight, like, ah, oh, it's, it's this rum, it's Barcelo Superior, that's what it was. And you so, reach over your notepad, like, I gotta yes, write it down. Yes, so I, did, I put it in my phone. So, at any rate, I knew what the rum was now. I googled it, found it online, but like couldn't find it in any store to buy so there's this 
nearby. It's, oh, it's over in Youngstown. It's a, it's a pretty fancy liquor store. I've been to it before. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go there. Right before Christmas, I, I went out there. I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, do you have this? And I remember the name. It was called, it was Barcelo Superior. And I'm like, this is, this is what I had. He's looking up. He's like, no, no. He's like, the only thing I'm seeing is Barcelo Imperial. So I Googled it real quick on my phone. Turns out it's the higher shelf version. It's the better version. It's the, the better the version of the two. that I, Yes. So I'm like, oh, my God. You have that? He's like, well, no, but I can order it. I'm like, do it, bub. So he ordered it for I'm me, right? in this bitch. Right. He, he ordered that shit for me. And Christmas came and went. New Year's came and went. I'm forgetting all about it. My phone rang. Some crazy number. Hey, is this Scott? Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, we got your Barcelo Imperial in. I'm over here at the... I'm not going to give him a shout out, but I'm over here at the place. Yeah, fuck that. So I'm like, awesome. So I drove out there the next day. Dude, it was sixty fucking dollars. Good lord! Yeah, I, I felt bad though, cause I like had the guy order it for me, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't be like, oh, never mind, it's too much. Hey, you don't want to be a dick move, like, oh, it's six. Mm. So I bought it. I bought it, dude. I'm did glad. He not, did he not tell you how much it was when you like ordered it? Like, did you not ask? Or you did, or were you so excited about it? You're like, just order. I don't care. It could be a thousand dollars. Just order it. I don't remember. I don't think I did. <laughs> the rum's getting to you already. I, I don't think I uh, was. I don't. Yeah, I think I fucked up. <laughs> I think I fucked up on this one. But no, I kind of didn't because we're drinking it now, and it's fantastic. This is great rum. It's so good. It's kind of, I'm not gonna say it's worth sixty dollars because I would never spend sixty dollars on alcohol. But this is good fucking rum. We're having rum and cokes right now. And I put a little too much rum in my cup. Like, like so that's how much it. like scotch is usually. Really, like good scotch. Like or good like scotch. Good scotch. Yeah, yeah. So good rum would be that. Yeah, like a twelve-year. Let, let me put it this way: I almost filled the cup half with rum, and I put the rest uh, with coke in there. Like I'll be honest with you, it's very smooth. It's smooth taste. It's so good. It's so good. Barcelo Imperial from Ron Dominicano. <laughs> Rum from the Dominican Republic. It's good beer. Or, yeah. I say beer. Rum. It's good rum. It's a good rum. I'm telling you, man. Dominican Republic was awesome. Like, there were nude beaches. Are you sure you remember it? No, I do. Or did you just I, pass out in a haze I of remember, rum and you dream nude beaches? And I remember this big titty French girl who did not wear a top anytime she was at the beach. And she was staying at the same resort as us. And it was fucking awesome. Little you know, it was a cardboard cutout. <laughs> no, dude, she was a real girl. I like hit on her. She didn't speak a word of English. Not one word She's of English. She made a cardboard. Of course, she didn't speak she a word of English. And, and I took French in high school, so I'm like, I can fucking do this. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this. Je m'appelle Simon. <laughs> dude, it, it, it. Oh man, you're across the fucking Atlantic I, I, trying to trying to hit on you, and she's like, "What? Yeah, dude." You might as well been speaking English. You might as well. I needed more Barcelo, Superior, Imperial. This is good. How we this doing, is, man? How we doing? Uh, we're doing all right. You know, uh, we both we both mentioned uh, before the show that we had rough weeks this week. I had a rough week. I had a rough week too. So we're yeah. Just, so I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to go into it. I'm not going into it either. I don't want to depress the listeners. Let's let. The, I was looking forward to coming here and doing the show, so it could maybe put me in a better mood. This rum helps out. This rum helps this is, out. This, this is, is freaking good. Have some is, more. I, 
I look, don't don't test me because I will have some more. It is it is my birthday tomorrow, so I'm gonna get sloppy as fuck. Happy birthday, Adam. Thirty fucking two. Depressing as hell. Dude, don't even come talk to me. I'm thirty six. Yeah, but you know, you got life figured out. You know, do I though? I'm still figuring do I though? <laughs> you're spending six dollars on rum. That's news you know? to me. Oh, you're, you're you're having epiphanies when you dream and everything like that. <laughs> you got life figured out, man. I'm still trying to figure it out. What can I say I'm a lucid dreamer? <laughs> <laughs> All right, like we said, we got a lot to talk about. We have the big. Big thing we're gonna talk about. You're so excited to talk I about am. this. I've been giddy all week about this. I've been so I've been I've been antsy, like I've been pent up, like I've been trying to talk about it with people who don't even give a shit about it. The fucking stock market, man. The little guy won. Stock market. The little guy won this week. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's the greatest thing to happen. So do you know much about the stock market? <clears throat> I have I don't know a lot about the stock market for years. I've been wanting to get involved in the stock market, but I'm too stupid to get involved in the stock market, so I don't want to risk my money doing it. Because I know, for, I know me, I will lose money. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Like I would need a friend. I don't have any friends that know the stock market. I would need a friend to, who knows it in order, to, like, kind of guide me through it. And I don't, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm not gonna do it. Do you know? Uh, do you know anything about the stock market? Not a damn thing. I do know one thing, and that's that I don't have enough money to. Be involved in the stock market, right. like hardcore. Like I'm not that kind of well, person. We thought that. I thought that. We thought that. Thought but that. that things change. Life finds a way, Scott. Ooh, things life. change. Life uh, <clears throat> finds a way. Yes. Um, for those of you that don't know, and I don't know how anybody could not possibly know this, even people who know nothing, nothing about any type of business, anything, or any educational nonsense should have heard the news story but a bunch of billionaires lost their fucking money this week and it's amazing yeah that's awesome um basically what happened was um hedge fund managers a bunch of fucking i think it was like two hedge funds total that kind of got involved a bunch of billionaires got together and was like you know what we're going to um put a short on GameStop. Short sell. Yeah, right. the short sell on GameStop. Uh, GameStop, for those of you that don't know, has been declining for many years since the age of Amazon and Walmart buying online. You used to work Did, at GameStop. I, for a year I worked at GameStop, yeah. Um, it was it was still pretty, pop, pretty popular back then when I worked there. Um, but I don't even buy physical games anymore for the most part. When I, A I, lot I, of people don't. I have a PlayStation. I download all my games. Have like, you been in a tangible brick-and-mortar GameStop <clears throat> lately? I think... 2019 i might have gone into a gamestop once but that was to like buy a gift for somebody else like i think it was buying a ds or some shit like that or a ds game or whatever and i went in there and it's basically completely different than when i worked there it's It's toys it's now like toys and pop culture and tablets and all this other shit and i'm like i thank god i didn't work there now right i mean my thing is i kind of like gamestop more now because i'm not a huge gamer that would have been too much for me when I worked there. I would have been like, this is, this is, it, like, it looks so fucking cluttered. Like, I would have gotten claustrophobic working in there. There's so much shit in there right now. I'm the <laughs> kind of person, I walk in there and I go up to the worker and I'm like, hi, I'm looking at, uh, I'm, I've got the website pulled up and it says you have, uh, the GameStop exclusive Mickey Gamer Pop here. Um, but I can't find it on your shelves. And they're like, oh yeah, it's right here. Oh no, that's that's the mini. That's the mini gamer pop. <laughs> I need the Mickey gamer pop. And they're like, "Oh, we don't have that one." I'm like, "Well, it says on your website you do." 
<laughs> I'm well, that guy. Well, you're wrong, bitch. Yeah. So um, I, I love toys. I've talked about it on the show before. The whole reason why they had to go down that route, though, is because, like we said, it's been declined. Mm-hmm. You know, online retail, on uh, digital downloads, and things like that have essentially killed GameStop to the point where they're, I think their share was worth like what ten dollars a share, maybe yeah. fourteen dollars a share, maybe if that. Or something. It yeah. was something super low, ridiculously mm-hmm. low. So a bunch of hedge fund managers decided to get together and like, you know what? We're gonna put we're gonna put we're gonna put a short on this uh, thing. I could explain what a short is because I've done a lot of research. I maybe understand like ninety percent of it if I'm being honest. Basically, what they did was they borrowed a bunch of shares and they said, "Look, here's an agreement. We'll borrow the shares. You're gonna get the shares back. If they go up in price, we'll give you the difference that you would have missed out on selling them. Um, but we're gonna borrow them. And the game the game basically, from what I understand it is." They aim to sell those shares at a low uh, at a low price mm-hmm. and make a bunch of money because they're over they're overpricing the share essentially is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the the whole goal of this whole thing is you they want to make sure that the company fails and the shares drop in price because the lower the shares stay, the more money they make because they make an agreement that's like for this I think it's like for for like this period of time like say a month we're gonna sell these shares for fifty five dollars a share. Um, that's just what it's going to be. And you know what? You take the chance, you buy the share from us and you know, whether it goes up or down, like it's low now, but Hey, you know what? It's a gamble. It might raise for you. You know, it might go up to a hundred dollars a share and you would have made a steal from us. But their whole th- whole time they're wrinkling their hands. Like, Ooh, we're going to get these motherfuckers. That's whole, that's whole goal for it. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of savvy investors from Reddit. Oh, Reddit! I the Reddit the what was the Reddit the Reddit thread was um um Wall Street bot. Wall Street bets, but Wall Street bets, yeah. <clears throat> Wall Street bets, a subreddit that they have on there. Um, a bunch of uh, independent investors decided they were like, "Hey, you know what? We see what these fuckers are doing. We we see it. We saw it." And they all gather together and they're like, "Hey, let's just let's inflate the price of GameStop. Let's let's ruin these guys. Let's inflate the price." And for like a month. They just kept buying up shares, making GameStop's cost go up to the point where it got upwards of like $200 a share, $300 a share. It went up like over a thousand percent in value. Yeah, yeah. It's insane what happened. And at the end of it, uh, basically the brokers uh, fucked up and they had to basically pay the difference from what they lost to the people they borrowed the shares from. Mm -hmm. And it cost them upwards of like $15 billion dollars it's insane like they all went broke these these hedge funds filed for bankruptcy at least one of them did i don't know if the other one did oh they will it filed for fucking bankruptcy and these independent investors on uh, reddit made bank oh my god it's the it's the greatest thing to come out of 2021 2021 is starting off with a roll it had a bit of an icy start but we had Twisted Tea can smack on the dude in the head, and now we've got these hedge fund <laughs> the uh, douchebags. The memes. Yeah, this, these hedge fund douchebags losing their fucking money. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. You, do you know what the best part about this is, though, Scott? For me, at least. This, this is what I think the best part is. After this whole thing happened, they all started going on the news. CNBC, mm-hmm. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all these news sites. And they went on their crying literally crying there's yeah. one dude that was literally in tears <laughs> literally in tears like crying like this is such bullshit you know like we care about the american people we care about the i mean these guys they did something that should be illegal because they don't care about the american people they were just trying to make a quick buck and you know everybody's against the rich people now and they were just looking to hurt wealthy people and everything like that and i'm like 
Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's the point. Yes, that's the point. Bingo, but bud. The great, like the greatest thing about it was if they had, if they had just said, okay, you know what, they played us, and they would have filed for bankruptcy, cashed out, and just been like cool about it. Nobody would give a shit. Every, nobody would be talking about it. We'd all be like, oh, these guys fucking won. Like, it's great. The whole, the biggest thing that makes it great is they're making such a big deal about it. Such a huge fucking deal. And <laughs> the best part about it is, so fuck, fuck the news, news media. First of all, fuck them. Because at, when this whole thing started, they, they got on there and they were like, hey, like they, they tried to spin the story as if the Redditors did something really wrong. Like, they're the villains in this story, and they fucked over everybody yeah. else. But you know what the beautiful part about it is, Scott? We're all united. We're all on social media. We're all on Reddit. We're all on Facebook. We're all on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're all on these social media sites, and we're all saying, yeah, fuck them. Fuck, fuck them. Like, you're, you're not going to convince me otherwise. Fuck these guys. Like, fuck them. They, 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 the memes. They've used the economy the as memes. their personal casino the, for years. A couple of my favorites. The, the Dave Chappelle one, where he's like, basically what you're saying. He's like, well, why are you? Why are you doing this? What's the point? Because fuck them. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite ones. The other one was the Lord of the Rings. You know the scene in Lord of the Rings at the very what's what's the guy's name? Um, Aragon's Isildur. It's a, when when the he, Boromir. No, no, no. When before early on when they're when he's gonna throw the ring in the elves behind him. He's like, do it, yeah. cast it in. He goes, Isildur. No, yes, yes, cast it in. Yes, yes. So the scene it shows it shows uh. The guy's name, but the elf guy. He's saying he says, "Okay, Elrond, Elrond, Elrond saying, all right, you've done it. You've taught them a lesson. Now cash out and take your money." And it shows him going, "No." (laughs) (laughs) And the next scene, it shows the eagle. He's like, "We're riding the stock to the moon." It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> to the moon. That's, that's, to the, that's moon. the new meme. To that, the moon. To the fucking moon, to the baby. Moon. To the fucking moon. It doesn't matter. <laughs> At this point, nobody's looking to make money. They're just looking to ruin these fucking yes. billionaires. That's yes. what's great about like, it. Like, basically, it's like, if you cashed out now, you did it. You taught them a lesson, and you will have hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're Maybe still... More. They're still like... No. <laughs> <laughs> GameStop... Here's fuck Robin Hood, first of all. Fuck this app. Fuck because Robin. this app was meant to be like the independent yeah. app. There's meant to be the independent mm-hmm. app for the average man to get involved in the stocks and everything. And they've at first they completely stopped trading in GameStop. Yeah. They would not let anybody sell. Now I think they are letting people sell, but very limited. But limited. Very limited. I have, I have the Robin Hood app. I, oh, do you? I do. Yeah, I did not bother downloading. I don't I don't want to be involved in Robin Hood. Because there's a bunch of class action lawsuits uh, going up against them right now. There's people... Yeah, because they shouldn't be able to do that. <clears throat> yeah. Did you see uh, uh, when Cuomo uh, was interviewing the dude uh, who's in charge of Robin Hood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he was basically telling him, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you were supposed to be the app for the airman, and clearly, you're not. Clearly, you're funded by these hedge fund douchebags, and you are just trying to protect, protect them, and we're not fucking having it. This is the first time... In I don't know how many years we've seen liberals and conservatives come to fucking everyone, together. Everyone is coming we have together. AOC and Donald Trump Jr. coming together and saying the same fucking thing. This is the big uniter. 
This is what America this is needed. What we needed. We, we didn't need Biden. We didn't need Make America Great Again. We needed fucking the billionaires to lose all their money to a bunch yes. of savvy independents. And I've been <laughs> saying it for years. You know how much fun we would have if we took the billionaires into the streets and chopped their heads off in a big display. We could have a festival. We could have bands performing, a pig roast, and we're chopping heads off of billionaires. It would be awesome we would hold hands and sing and everyone would get along kumbaya, this, my Lord, kumbaya. this is like a small version of that we're getting just a little sneak Here's peek the thing. if we actually kill and eat the rich things would be great scott i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you this is worse than what you what you propose doing this is you hit them yeah. where where it hurts if That's you true. took if you touch a, took a bunch of rich people out there and chopped their heads off you still have the other rich people be like well yeah. it sucks to be them but i'm still rich this is worse now yeah. you scared them. You know them. what? You scared the other billionaires. Now the other billionaires are like, mm, I don't want to fuck with these guys right They'd now. They'd rather die than be poor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, this is way fucking worse than what's, what uh, what you plan. The TikTok I sent you with the guys like on Monday when, st- when trading opens back up. He's like guys <laughs> walking down the streets of New York City on Wall Street. And the song playing, it's raining men. <laughs> he looks up and people are just coming, jumping out of the building. <laughs> It's amazing. And I was, I was talking about it. I was talking about it with this one guy in my database class yesterday, and we were talking about it. And this is this is literally history that we are watching right now. This is going to be talked about for decades. Decades is going to be talked. What we are watching, like I was, th- I was talking about this. If you remember back to the '90s and the early 2000s, history would happen. But it felt like there was years in between history. You know, we had the early 90s where we had uh, 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 Kuwait happen in early, or was a desert storm happening in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And then you had the the next big thing that you can probably think about is the Bill Clinton impeachment. And the next big thing is early 2000s is 9-11 and keep going from there, yada, yada, yada. Every few years, something really major happened. It seems like now, the past like four years, every fucking year... There's a major thing that happened. The beginning of this year, we had the insur- uh, the, insur- the sedition and the insurrection that uh, happened and the betrayal of the protesters that uh, went up against the Capitol building and tried to uh, incite, uh, basically incited violence and killed a bunch of people or killed mm-hmm. a few people. That by itself is a chapter in history. That is one chapter right there. This is chapter two in history that we're living right now. A whole chapter is going to be dedicated to what is going on right now. And we're living it. We're living that. Take that in. You gonna buy some stock? I'll be honest with you. I I thought about getting involved. I downloaded the Voyager app, um, which is which strictly uh, trades in cryptocurrency because Dogecoin is the next big thing. Everybody's Dogecoin. Trying, everybody's trying to raise Dogecoin to a you dollar. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> right Dogecoin. now, right now it's worth less than a cent. It's like point oh oh three or point oh two something cents is what it's worth right now per share. And um, right now I'm on the waiting list because so many people are trying to download all these all these fucking apps and get, get involved in all this shit that now they have like a waiting list of like we got to process your account and get you going because there's so many people. Um, I might put like 10 or 20 bucks in Dogecoin because you can get a lot of fucking shares for that. The problem with Dogecoin is at this point everybody's memeing and like hey we're going to fucking do the same thing they've gained so we're going to do this we're going to do that. They're doing AMC right now because AMC is another short that they put. They put a short on AMC mm-hmm. also because – Obviously, the pandemic of this past year killed a lot of theaters and shit like that. So AMC's taking a big hit. So they're doing that right now. I think the problem with Dogecoin, and again, I don't know anything about the stocks, but the way I see it, Dogecoin has always felt like a meme 
uh, cryptocurrency to me. Like it's like it's been wor- it's been worthless for years. And even if you get it up to a dollar, I don't think it's going to do anything. Honestly, it's not going to do much. I don't think. Are they short selling it? I don't think they are. Then what's the point of making <laughs> it rise up? I said I don't think. I don't okay. know. But I think it's just a meme thing at this point where it's like it's basically like I think they're the, the thought process is let's take a worthless stock and let's inflate it. I think that's the thought process. And so it became like, what's worth the stock? Remember fucking Doge? Dogecoin, man. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm loving it, though. I'm loving every minute of it. I don't I don't care that I didn't make any money off of it either. I'm, and I don't care if other people made billions of dollars. I don't give a shit because I'm loving every minute of it. And the best part is nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares about these billionaires. They're all on the news crying they give and fucks. screaming. The, bill- the, the hedge fund babies, fuck they em. give fucks. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. I don't care. Here's the thing, though. Like, you got to remember, we're not sending these people to the poorhouse. Even if we take all their billions of dollars, they're not going to be they're not going to be on food stamps. They're not going to be on welfare. They've got a bunch of billionaire friends that didn't lose money. that will be able to back them up and they'll have to maybe sell one of their summer homes and a couple of their boats and some of their cars. Do you realize how much a billion is? One single billion. We talked about on the show. It's it's a it's a it's a thousand billions. A thousand millions. A thousand millions. Like, I can't even fathom a million, more or less a thousand millions. Like, that's bonkers. It is. People have that kind of money. It is an insane amount of money. No one should have a billion. Nobody, like, no average person can fathom a billion dollars. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how how hard you think. There are many examples you can see out there of, like, comparing, like, a million to a billion. But it doesn't matter. You you cannot fathom. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's amazing. I love it. I'm loving every second of, of what's been going on. I I've treated as you have you you've watched South Park before. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see the Scott Tournament episode where there's that sixth grade bully and Cartman does that little trickery where like he chops his parents up and, and turns them into chili? Yeah, yeah, and he's like he's like mm, your tears, your tears taste so good. That's that's how I feel right now. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel right now for this, and it's amazing, dude. I'm buying some stock. I'm gonna probably go into Dogecoin a little bit, but like I said, I'm gonna go like. 20 i won't go past 50 dollars. like i'm oh I, w- I was gonna do 20 or 25 like i've got i, I got my 600 check from the government so i'm willing to go up to 50 dollars. i think and just spend their mm-hmm. money on it but i i'm not gonna go beyond that i don't think uh what'd we say february 4th is what it's the like day? february 4th or 6th or something like that let's do it the fourth exactly. let's 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 be assuming that my account goes through and they and they do it before then i think maybe it's because it's the weekend and maybe it's having a hard time doing it then or something maybe by monday It'll be there. I don't know. I'm going to talk to my stepfather. He's uh, he's big in the stock market. Like, legitimate stock market. Really? Yeah. And what I'm does gonna... he think about this whole situation? He just kind of rolled his eyes at it. Really? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I like it's, it's great. And he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's like, I'm glad those people are getting fucked. He's like, but... <laughs> I was like, you, like you going to buy GameStop? I was kidding around with him. I was like, you going to buy GameStop? He goes, well, not now. He's like, I wish I would have known ahead of time. He's like, I would have bought it. He's like, but now it's too much. I'm like, Dogecoin. <laughs> I'm like, book it. This is this is the problem though with not jumping on at the start of it though. Like, we're gonna jump on everything now. Everybody in the country is now all of a sudden paying attention to the stock market. Mm-hmm. Everybody is watching and everybody's looking for that edge. So I think it's gonna be a little bit harder to find that next thing, the next game stock, because. Uh, 
fucking GameStop comes from Elon Musk. I don't want to talk about him briefly too because he's also been praising all the invest the independent investors because apparently he's had a lot of problems in the past when it comes to hedge funds and things like that who have fucked him out of some shit. So he's like, fuck yeah, like let's go. Um, is Elon Musk a good guy? So the thing about Elon Musk is, here's my opinion on him. He'll, we might have even talked about this on the show in the past. He'll do something, and I'll be like, that's fucking awesome. Like, he designed a fucking rocket that shoots into space, and then comes back down and fucking lands, and then retakes off. Never been done before. That's a fucking spaceship. That's not a rocket. That's what spaceships do, Adam. Yeah. That's like Star Trek, Star Wars. X-Wing, that was the coolest yeah. fucking thing. I was like all on Elon Musk's dick after he did that. That's that's history in the making right there. And then like a couple months later, he decides he wants to develop a flamethrower that he can market to the everyday average people. And like he's doing this interview. People are like, okay, but why? He's like, because flamethrowers are awesome. He's like, it's I called, have them, and everyone should thing have is, them. Thing is, it's called not a flamethrower. I think. I think that's the actual name. Like, so you like, can legally sell. And it. it's like, it's like, well, you're a little bit crazy, right? Like, is that <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Like, so he does something awesome, and he does something <clears throat> absolutely shitty, like shooting his own car up into space. I, I I think he has like a lot of social anxiety because I heard him. I I heard I listened to the podcast where the first time we went on Joe Rogan's podcast. This is. Like last year, two years ago, something like that. It was a long time ago. And it was a really difficult one to listen to because Joe Rogan, what what you think about him or not, uh, he's a very charismatic guy. He likes to talk to a lot of people. And he's he's a decent interviewer at the very least when it comes to entertainment purposes. And it was like pulling teeth with Elon Musk. Like he would ask him questions. He would give like one-word answers. He wouldn't elaborate. And I think it wasn't until he, like, he got Elon to smoke weed before like Elon started like breaking down and like actually like getting involved in conversations. Um, the reason why I was thinking about Elon Musk is because did you hear the thing that he did recently when it came to like colonizing Mars? Um, he was talking about like the next big thing that humanity has to do or survive is we got to colonize Mars. We're going to send like a million people up there by 2050 to colonize Mars. And he was like, and you know, it's expensive to get on one of these rockets to go up and colonize Mars. You know, it's a bunch of rich people. So basically what he said was if like people that can't afford to like buy a ticket to go to Mars, what they can do is they can basically borrow the ticket and work their dead off when they get up to Mars. Isn't that called indentured servitude? It's called indentured servitude, Scott. He yeah. basically is talking about bringing back indentured servitude for Mars. That's he what, literally said that. That's like what we did to the Irish when they wanted to come to the New World. Yeah. It's colonialism is what it is. Colonialism is what, yeah. is, what, is what he's talking about. That's why I'm like, I don't know if he's a fucking good guy. Because he's making a lot of advances in technology and space and things like that. But then he's also shooting Teslas into fucking space, and he's talking about uh, indentured servitude for people who can't afford a trip up to Mars. I just, I don't know, man. <coughs> uh, did you watch the, the one, I think it was one of the earlier seasons of Star Trek Discovery, where they were they were just sitting there and they were talking about, like, he's like, you know, like some of the all-time greatests. He's like, you know, like, uh, like Galileo or Elon Musk or Zephyrin Cochran. And I'm like... What? <laughs> like, 
like, why would you put him in that conversation? Did you watch that one? I, I remember that. And I was like, it's because he's popular right now. Did you see the video of the dumb girl that said that Galileo invented gravity? Or no, not Galileo. Um, Sir Isaac Newton? Sir Isaac Newton, thank you. Sir Isaac Newton invented gravity? Invented gravity. She was taught, they were, I don't know, they were on a show. I see a TikTok video all the time about this. Mm. She, she was on some show talking to this guy. He's like, you know, I think you know, I think if they didn't invent gravity, then, you know, and the dude was like, wait, wait, what did you say? He's like, yeah, if they, if they didn't invent gravity, if, if, if he didn't invent gravity, he's talking about Sir Isaac Newton. He's like, he's like, yeah, if Sir Isaac Newton didn't invent gravity, then, yeah, and she was talking about some stuff, and they were like, the fuck is this bitch talking about? Yeah. I did not see that, but I'm disappointed, but not surprised. <laughs> That's been my 2020 slash 2021 motto, especially when I'm reading things on the internet. Anyway, um, yeah, I, that's the big story for this past week. If you haven't been paying attention, hit the fucking news, get on TikTok. It's all over the place. Uh, Stephen Colbert did a very great bit about it on uh, one of his monologues. You know, hit that up. Pay attention, people. If you're listening to this, everyone buy Dogecoin on February 4th, 2021. <clears throat> you won't be sorry. Let's fucking go. Um, anyway, moving on from that, Scott, it's time to talk about WandaVision. WandaVision. Are you all caught up? I am. All caught up? Okay, I'm all caught up too. Ready to talk about it. The, episode 3 and 4. Yes. Um, so, episode 3 is when it kind of evolves into being in color. It moves on from the black and white stuff, yeah. and it kind of is in color, so it's more like Brady Bunch and uh, all, all those other, like, So, it's been like, shows. episode 1 was like a 50s, <coughs> episode 2 was a 60s sitcom, episode 3 is a 70s sitcom. Yeah. Little bit of Brady Bunch, little bit of, like, Happy Days. Yeah. Definitely get that feel. Uh, of it. They do, they, they're, they're doing basically, like, a community thing where it's, like, a talent show. Mm-hmm. They're trying to raise money for the kids. For the kids. For the kids. For the kids. They're trying to raise money for the kids. And uh, they decide to do, like, a magic act. And um, Vision has the, Vision has a classic thing where, like, oh, you know, he, he, Gets, he, they have a great magic act plan. Oh, he's going to be a magician. He's going to be a magician. Magic show. Yeah, and you know, Wanda's going to be his assistant. But something happens, and now he's all nuts, and he starts using his powers in front of people, and Wanda has to use her powers to cover for him, and this, that, and the other thing. It's pretty funny. It's it was pretty funny. funny. Yeah. It's, it's a good bit. Um, but this is when we start seeing more of reality bleeding into this world that Wanda is in. Because at some point when they're in a meeting... Um, the radio comes on. He hears someone in the voice like coming through radio, like Wanda, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Who, like who's doing this to you, Wanda? Like what's going on? And like reality's just trying to like come into itself. Um, we see, um, I can't remember her fucking name, but she was in um, uh, Captain Marvel. She's yeah. Captain Marvel's friend. I can't remember her name. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Thank you. I, I, Monica Rambo. We see her in there. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know it was her at first because I've only seen Captain Marvel like once. And it's a fine, it's fine movie, but it's not. Well, one of if my you favorites. think about it, it's actually kind of unique because we talked about it before. Captain Marvel takes place in the nineties, yeah, and this is present day, for all we know. Yes. So it's actually the little, it's actually the daughter grown up. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's yes. her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which we'll wait to get in episode four, yeah, which well, kind of blew my fucking mind. Episode four is, I think, the best one so far because okay. it actually kind of starts telling some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see her. And she's like Wanda's neighbor and the best friend. But this is when we see some shit going on. Because at one point towards uh, the middle to end of the episode, Wanda goes outside and she sees um, her one neighbor who's been in there since episode one. 
who's been her like best friend neighbor since the beginning of it, uh-huh. talking to the other neighbor who's, uh, I don't know, random black guy, I guess. I don't know his name. And they're like talking in whispers. And it seems like they know something's going on. Like, like they says, and then Wanda comes out and all of a sudden he's put on a face and we're like, ah, ah, something's going on. This, that's the part that I, that I said where I'm like, maybe Wanda's forcing the neighbors to do this, and maybe mm-hmm. and forcing an entire town to be in her little fantasy. Right. Um, so the big thing that happens in this episode is Wanda becomes spontaneously pregnant. Yeah. That's... With, with twins, and her pregnancy lasts all of like, like what, 12 hours or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, it was like, like a day? Yeah. Um, and this is... Forgetting all that stuff, you know, Wanda gives birth to the kids. Rambo is there. Mind you, Rambo doesn't remember who she is. She thinks she's part of this world. Does she? I think she does. I think she does because it seems like it seems like at the end of the episode when reality starts to bleed through uh, and she starts talking about like Wanda after she gives birth to the kids and, you know, she's looking at him. She starts talking about like her past and Rambo blurts out Ultron. She mentions Ultron's name and how her brother was killed she by Ultron. She talks about Pietro, her brother. Yeah. Who, in Age of Ultron, he got killed by Ultron. Yeah. And she said that to her. And Wanda loses her fucking mind. And it seems like that when Rambo says it to her, she's almost like, why did I say that? Like, she's, she's trying... It seems like mm-hmm. she's trying to remember something that she can't remember. Right. Like, almost like going through the... Going into this hmm. town has almost taken her memories and now she thinks she's part of this world. And so Wanda loses her fucking mind. This is this is when oh my I, God. I love these parts of the episodes because the entire episodes so far have been like a sitcom. They've been like a sitcom thing, yes. but every time reality bleeds through, it switches and the cinematography becomes like a movie and becomes like what we've seen in the cinematic universe. Right. Dude, when she finds out that uh, Captain Rambo is not supposed to be there and she fucking yeets... Yeets this bitch, dude, across the town, dude. She got yeeted through the wall, through the wall, which which we see at the which is the very end of episode three, which is kind of bonkers. Yeah, she plops right outside this giant, like bubbly looking dome thing that is surrounding like this, a force this field town. almost kind of and you see all these freaking humvees and helicopters and and triage tents like set up and and soldiers with automatic weapons like running up to her and that's like how episode three ends yeah and, it, and, and i'm and like what wanda and uh, vision are sitting on the couch together like what are we gonna watch and they holding the babies and stuff like that and all this stuff happens and that's that's the big event of episode three, basically. Mm-hmm. Not not too much happened, but then we get to episode four. Oh. Episode four is the episode where we find some things out. Episode four, which I was kind of like leery at first, and I'm like, oh, each episode is going to be a fucking sitcom. <coughs> like, okay, number one, I love Lucy in the fifties, Bewitched in the sixties, Brady Bunch in the seventies. I'm like. Oh my gosh, we're getting in the eighties, nineties. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I'm excited. Like we can have like a a Fresh Prince nineties episode coming up, and then episode Ooh. four is not a fucking sitcom episode. This is this. It's is a the, regular episode. This is the episode that shows what's going on outside of the world yes. that she's in. That kind of yes. shows the lead up to it almost. And w- what's really cool is we see Rambo. It goes all the way back to the oh. snap. When Hulk snapped everybody back into existence. Yes. And we see her 
forming back into the reality in, in this hospital. Yes. And it's so great because as she's walking out confused, she sees a bunch of other people forming out. She doesn't know what's going on because nobody realizes they've been gone for years and snapped out of existence. Mm-hmm. It's it's really, really cool to see like that kind of side of things, like what regular people had to deal yeah, with. Yeah, I love that. Back. That was the opening scene of episode four. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking loved it. Like she was just reappearing after, and everyone was just reappearing. Yeah, and you got to see what it was like. We find out her mom's dead. Now. Her mom died in the five years that she was snapped. She had cancer and she yeah. passed away. And she's in charge of Sword, which is what we talked about in the previous episode, which is the new, yeah. this new version agency. of Shield. Basically. Yes, basically, basically new version. That's Shield. what they were in the comics. Basically, yeah. when Hydra infiltrated Shield, Shield disbanded, and they developed Sword. Yeah. Um, so once she figures out what happened, it fast forwards, she goes back to sword. We see a guy that she knows. I don't remember him from the movies. Maybe he appeared, maybe he didn't. I don't I know. Didn't remember random him fucking, random fucking white guy. I don't know. Random fucking white dude. But we do get some fun movie Easter eggs and some we characters. Do. We do get a little bit of that. Um, but she goes back to work for them basically yes. because, um, <clears throat> I, she was always work for them. Apparently, the mom ran. The ran mom was sword. the mom was in charge. Yeah, when the mom passed away, this guy took over. Yeah. Now that she's unsnapped, she just wants to get back to work. Yeah. Her first mission, back to work. Where's the dude sender? Fucking uh, what, what's what's the town called? Mid Midvale, Mid Middlevale, or some shit. Fucking like that. New Jersey, basically in New Jersey, where this town is that yes, one is in. They yes. have a missing persons thing going on. And who the fuck do we see when she gets down? But she's apparently she's an astronaut pilot, and she, they grounded her because she like, was she was in Captain Marvel. We yeah. have to acknowledge that she yes. was in the movie Captain Marvel, and she goes to this town, and the first person she sees, what's his name, Agent? I can't remember. Can't, I'm, I'm gonna look. I'll look it up. He's from Ant Man. He's, he's the he's the Asian Ant Agent from. Ant-Man. It's it's Jim from the Office. Yes. The yeah, it's that, Jim that, from the Office. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's not John Krasinski, no. but it's Jim from The Office. <laughs> yeah, it is. If you know what I'm talking about. Um, we see him and... Very funny, Dwight. I, lo- I love this guy, too. I really love this guy, too. And what's really interesting... Um, <laughs> that's the greatest bit they did. On, that's that's so the greatest good. bit they did in The Office. That's so good, dude. That is the best bit it's they one did. one of my favorite ones. It is. Um, James Wu. James James Agent Wu is what they call him. Agent Wu is his name. All right, all right. The actor is um, Joe M- M- Mealy. No, right? so Agent Wu. No, it's not Joe Mealy. What am I saying? God damn it! I'll find it eventually. Agent Wu, who was from Ant Man, and one one cool thing was there was the scene with uh, I don't know if you remember this, uh, the scene with Paul Rudd in Ant Man. I think he, I know what you're talking about the card trick. Yes. And it made me laugh when I watched Ant-Man. And he was like, how'd you do that? And the first scene that he introduced to Captain Rambo, he does the card trick. It's I'm great. like, that's an awesome little Easter egg. I loved it. It is. I think it's Randall Park, I think his name is. Okay. I think. I'm looking it up. Well. It might be. I'm okay. We'll just call him Agent Wu. We'll call him Agent Wu. That, that's who it is. Agent Wu. Woo, um, woo, woo. <laughs> Kenny Woo. Sorry, Mighty Ducks joke. <laughs> Um, so we are also introduced before we see Agent Wu, or, no, I'm sorry, this is after, never mind. So what ends up happening is, um, Rambo takes out a drone, a special sword drone, and flies it into this, into this area. Um, what's, I'm gonna back up for a second, what's really cool is there's a couple police officers there, and what's really interesting is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, 
they have a little conversation with these police officers and apparently these police officers have no memory of this town existing. They're sitting outside the town. You can see the sign right there. And they're like, what town? We don't know what town you're talking about. Blah, 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 blah. This and the other thing. And it was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Nobody yeah. remembers. It was weird. Um, so they fly this drone into this bubble, this force field, to try to see what's going on. They completely lose the signal. Um, and then Rambo goes up to the bubble and she essentially gets sucked in. And so she goes missing. And this is when the sword brings all their teams oh in there. Gosh. They bring the helicopters, the Humvees, their whole thing. And they, and they basically like bring all these scientists together. And here we see Kat Denning's character from Thor. From Thor 2. From Thor. Yes. Uh, I, she was in that sitcom, Two Broke Girls. Yes. My, I like Kat Denning. Kat Denning. I she's really got do. fantastic jugs. She does. They're, you, they're fabulous. Why do you think I like her? They're fabulous. It's all right. It's it's not that she's. She, I, I really. She's like a her good. Life. She's a she's good actor. Good. Yes. She was in Forty Year Old Version too. She played the the old eldest daughter. That's right. She did. Yeah. That's right. No, she. I really like her too. She's a great actor. Awesome, awesome tits. But I. <laughs> but I hate. But I hate her voice. Really. I hate her voice. Now maybe I don't, she's. I don't have a problem with voice. I, I like it's, it. But if I recall, I think it's maybe the. I don't think it's her fault. She sounds very sarcastic all I the time. I think it's maybe this character she's playing. And her character's name in this... Do you have Internet Movie Database still pulled uh, up? Or did you put it I away? should probably pull up the episode. That's what I should probably do. Uh, I'm going to pull up the episode Movie Database. Well, okay. But um, she was like the sidekick to Natalie Portman's character she's an in the Thor movie. She she's an astrophysicist. So it was kind of fun. I love, first of all, I love the opening snap scene, how the people were coming back. Yeah. That was probably my all-time favorite. But then introducing Rambo and Wu and Kat Denny's character from Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, Thor, from the other MCU, just tying this into this overarching universe. I loved that. I and thought that I, was so cool. Do you know what I'm liking about it, though? They're not making a big deal about it. You could well, ease, you could easily miss a lot of these Easter eggs. Like they're not they're not saying they're not like giving them like a close up like remember me from this movie. It's just kind of like they're there. And these things have like the card trick, for example. Like you mentioned the card trick. It's a very small thing that if you're not paying attention, you could easily well, miss. Look at the characters they gave us. The three characters from the MCU that they gave us are three small characters. Yeah, unimportant. It's not like. Bruce Banner as Smart Hulk is showing up to like help figure this mystery out. You know what I mean? By the like, way, the the actor uh, Jimmy Woo's uh, the Asian actor is Randall Park. I was right about that. And Kat Denning's character is Darcy Lewis. Darcy. That that's her name. Okay, so they're Which, not going to pay Mark Ruffalo to come do a cameo. First of all, Disney has that kind of money to do that if they want to. First, this in this episode, this is what I said, and this is what I thought when I was watching this episode. I'm like. They know Wanda's in there. They know they see Vision in there. They're watching the TV play. Yeah, she she basically uh, Kat Denning's character figures out that there's when they're trying to scan for signals and they're trying to penetrate it with their with their radar or whatever, mm -hmm. and they they can't do it. She recognizes like an underlying signal within it that basically only astrophysicists would know about. It's like a signal from like back when the Big Bang happened and shit like that. And she knows like there's a signal underneath it, and she kind of was scanning for it, and she sees a little bit. And she's like, you know what? Somebody give me a tube TV, like an old timey '90s '80s TV. Give me like an old TV, and she is able to pick up the frequency that's coming off of it, mm -hmm. and she picks up. The TV show, the WandaVision TV show, essentially, mm -hmm. and and they so they know Wanda's in there. They see Vision. She even mentions like, "Isn't that fucking dude dead? Isn't he? Isn't he dead?" 
at this point, I'm like, you see two Avengers are involved in this. Is there a reason why you're not calling the other Avengers, at least one of them, the smart one that's left, uh, 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 fucking Hulk? Are you not going to call him, at the very least, to come over and be involved in what's going on? Like, I think that would be my first thought, is like, okay, you know, we're sword. The Avengers saved the world. They brought everybody back. Like, there's a couple of Avengers involved. One of them is dead. There's some shit going on. Let's bring the smartest fucking Avenger that's still alive to come right. and help us with it. I'm like, mean, where the fuck is Hulk? Tony Stark's the smartest, but he's dead now. He's dead. So Bruce Banner so is, Bruce now, Banner the is now the smartest. Right. Where the fuck is he? Yeah. He is an Avenger, too. So he's invested in what's going on. She is also an Avenger. So I don't. I, that's, that's the part I don't get. I hope they kind of explain what's going on. You know? Yeah, I feel like this is a little below the Avengers pay grade before they found out that basically it's Wanda. Yes, before they found out Wanda. Or is it? It doesn't matter if Wanda's causing it or not. They know she's involved. So you would think you would give them a a phone call. At the very least, leave them a voicemail. Be like, hey guys, I know maybe you don't notice that Wanda's missing. Um, We know where she's at. Even even give him a cameo like video like not even be in the show but give him like a, a like he's on video talking to them or some shit like that like he she shows up there or something like give so so there was a comic book series I didn't read it but I was researching it because uh, something popped up and I read about it and I was like oh that's interesting so I looked more into it comic book series called House of M oh I know the series I I haven't read it but I know about it yeah basically it's this yeah. Like, Scarlet Witch was one of the most, if not the most, powerful mutant in the X-Men. She's not powerful than Legion, but she's up there. She's on... She's, she's on par. Yeah. Like, she, she could... She we talked about be, this last week. Legion is the most powerful yeah, mutant. Yeah. He might be stronger than Apocalypse himself. He can't control it. Yes. That's that's his big problem, yeah. is he can't control the shit. And he's got mental illness. Yes. Which she might, too. But we'll wait and see. She's got daddy issues. Yeah. Big time. Oh, big time. Adam loves a woman with daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> no true words have ever. Okay, so at any rate, so in the, in the House of M, she creates, because she's so powerful, a utopia for mutants. Because we know how mutants are discriminated yeah. against. And meanwhile, in the Marvel comics, like they coexist with the Avengers. Which people are fine with superheroes with extraordinary powers. But if you're a fucking mutant and you got it with the X-Gene, well then fuck you. If you're... you give it to yourself, that's just you messing with science. Superhero serum, gamma radiation, that's fine. But if but you're, you born with, yeah, exactly. you're born with it, that's against right. God's code. Right, right. God didn't make you like this. So, yeah, fuck yeah. And then that was probably pretty accurate to what would happen if mutants appeared today. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, it's, yes. It all stems down to jealousy. They all wish so they had the power. In these comics, Wanda creates, like I said, this this utopia for mutants. And she happens vision is there the vision is there with her. And she actually gets pregnant by him and has twins with him in these comics. So I'm like, so this is House of M, what you're doing. Yeah. So Here's my next theory. Monica Rambeau in the comics is a superhero. Uh, later on, she becomes... It, it, I can't remember her name. Regardless. I'll see if I can look it up. What if she gets powers by by Wanda yeeting her? 
What if that was a way for her? Because Kat Dennings figured out that basically she's she has the power of the Big Bang. Yes. Like like she's, she's super. She was made super. She was made from what she was made using the power of one of the Infinity Stones. The Infinity Stones came from the Big Bang. Right. So, what if? Hear me out. This is a way that she can actually give people powers, and not on purpose. And what if she inadvertently creates the X Men? Ooh. That would be theory. interesting. Just a that would be interesting. I think I looked up. I think uh, Monica Rambeau becomes a future Captain Marvel. I think. Mm. I think she becomes like a different Captain. Marvel. Same way like Steve Rogers was Captain, uh, Captain America. And Bucky and Barnes he passed becomes... it along. I think. I think mm. that's what happened. Yeah, Bu- I could be wrong. Steve be wrong. Rogers dies in the comics, and Bucky Barnes becomes the next Captain yeah. America. Which they didn't do that in the movies. They gave the shield to Falcon, which is kind of interesting. But okay. Anyway, um, the other character who has been a recurring character since the beginning, when her next door neighbor best friend, Catherine Hahn, Han, who plays Agnes in it, Agnes, I've heard a lot. Right. I've heard a lot of theories about her um, because she wears like this necklace all the time, and apparently it alludes to another villain that exists in the Marvel who? universe. I can't remember her name, and I I, I could be wrong. This. I like I like these theories. It's in, it's, it has to do with like the Marvel's version of the devil. Essentially, like she's some supernatural creature that exists in the Marvel hmm. Universe. And people have theorized that that's her because she wears a necklace that this other character, not the devil, but like somebody who helped the devil, like somebody involved with him, um, wore the same type of necklace. And so they are theorizing that she is that character. That's why she can like outside, like when she was at the, uh, in the middle of episode four, when she's talking to the neighbor and she's able to break essentially Wanda's like spell and like talk about things with this other dude. And then immediately jump back into her character when she's talking to Wanda. There's a lot of theories that maybe because she keeps reoccurring in every episode that she's also involved somehow. Um, we also find out who the B-Man is in this, this episode. It's uh, just a random AIM, or not AIM, uh, sword uh, scientist uh, wearing like a hazmat suit that goes past a barrier and the hazmat suit transforms into a beekeeper. Uh, but we haven't seen him, by the way. We don't know if she what she did to him, if she zapped him out, or if she fucking killed this dude. She you sent know? him to like Abu Dhabi or something. Yeah. Something like she that. She blinked him. Middle away. of the Atlantic Ocean. We don't fucking Dude, know. She's she's got some serious power. Um, yes. So basically this episode is catching up to what episode three left off, but in the outside world. What they're doing. And then it ends with Rambo being shot out of the bubble and them gathering up and collecting her, and that's kind of the end of the episode. Um it's a very interesting show. Now that it's getting to episode four, I'm kind of want like I'm kind of invested. I'm like I want to know what's going on because what's really what's you know what the freakiest part of this episode was when they went back at the beginning uh, in that episode and they showed Wanda shooting her out and Vision comes in. She has that she breaks the fourth wall essentially and sees Vision for what he is the dead Vision the one yeah. that's like has the stone crushed out of him his eyes are all blank and yeah. she almost freaks out there for a second. I'm like yeah that was fucking creepy as shit. I, I didn't see this. I actually saw a TikTok that pointed this out to me. You know how the end of every episode like zooms in through Vision's eye and it's like really trippy and yeah. retro. This last episode, it was him. It was a dead Vision with an all white eye that they zoomed in on. Yeah, I was like, whoa! I didn't pick that up when I watched that. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it's it was a little creepy. Is yeah. what it was. Um, do you know how many episodes are doing this uh, for mm-hmm. One Vision? I didn't. It's it's gonna be. 
a low amount. It's going to be like, what? Like eight, seven, ten? Or eight or seven, eight or something like that. No, it's got to be at least eight. I'm hoping ten. That would be nice because they're short episodes. They're, they're half hour, 33 half minutes. Half hour. Yeah. There's one or two that are like 40 minutes. There's one, I think one of them is like 40 minutes long. Um, Do you think next episode will be back to sitcom style or you think it's always going to be? Think, I think now that we know what's going on outside, it's going to jump back and forth. I think it's going to jump back and forth between maybe like half the episode is going to be in there and like they're going to keep jumping outside to see what's going on. Because we're going to have to have they're going to have to deal with Rambo. They're going to have to talk to her, like break down if she's OK. Does she remember everything? Does she know what's going on? This and the other thing. So um, I, I have a feeling maybe next episode will be all sitcom but I have a feeling it's going to now jump in and out. Of I was just getting into the whole sitcom vibe and. Now they're going to pull the rug out from under me. Well, we had almost th- three full three episodes, episodes yeah. of the sitcom kind of angle with occasional things breaking into it. I don't. I think they're not going to do full episodes of that anymore. Would you agree that each episode has gotten better? Yes, I would agree that. I have, le- like, the first episode, I was kind of like, <laughs> ugh, I don't know about that. And the second one was like, a little bit better. Third one was like, that's pretty good. Fourth one was like, wow. Yeah. Like each one, I'm, I'm, exci- I'm getting I can, excited. I can kind of see what they're doing. And I feel like you're going to have to watch these shows to keep watching the um, movies. Uh, we, because we, Dr. we know someone. We know someone who watched the first episode, didn't care for it, and hasn't watched anymore. Really? So if, if you're one of those people, like, Stick with it's it. It's episode one. You gotta know, give it a shot. I know. And I didn't really care for episode one either, but it's gotten a lot better. Yeah. What were you saying about Doctor Strange? Well, what I was going to say is I've heard some people talking about that maybe Doctor Strange, some of this will lead into Doctor Strange it, it, because it's going to be other world. Kevin Feige kind of said that. Oh, oh did he? Yeah, I, I, Kevin I must, Feige. I must have forgot about that. Kevin Feige said this at the, at the last D23 Investors in Anaheim, he came out and said, like, listen, this is this is the big get for Disney+. Plus." People who are invested in the MCU, like most people on the planet, need to watch WandaVision. It is, he said, it is very important. These are the things he said. It's very important for Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, and Spider-Man 3. Somehow, Spider-Man 3 is going to be involved with this. Like, how do the universes open up? How do we have... Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man all together. Maybe Wanda fucking does it. Maybe her crazy brain opens up portals to everything. Do you ever think about that? It's a mind, <laughs> it's kind of a mind fuck right? going on. Like, I hope that something like that happens. I, we know all three Spider-Men are in the next movie. Yes, we know this. That's confirmed. How that's going to be pulled off is mind-boggling to me, but they're going to do it. I'll be honest with you. When they first announced these shows on Disney+, Plus, I was like, okay, that'll be cool. But I was definitely of the attitude of, I don't know if I'm going to watch them all. I don't know if I really want to watch. Like, movies are fine, but I don't know if I want to sit through a series of these if characters. They, you thought and they that, were going to be standalones, right? Yeah, I, I absolutely thought they might be like just standalone stories nope. by themselves. And that would lead to like the next movie. But nope. it's it's... It's very interesting. It's almost like you're reading comic books. Like you get it. Like this is the one. Wand- this is. is the WandaVision comic book that is telling stories that is involved in the other comic books and 
it's oh shit this WandaVision comic book is so good but now there's a crossover with the Doctor Strange comic books so now I have to read those comic books and that's what happens to comic book readers like they do fucking crossovers all the time Marvel and DC do crossovers I still feel like they have to explain why there's no Avengers involved in this story why they didn't call I understand government agencies want to you know they want to deal with their own shit they don't want to fucking talk to the avengers all the time they understand the avengers but they're like we'll deal with our own shit we we we're we're strong enough to deal with our own shit i understand that for the most part but when you have something like this i would still give a cursory fucking voicemail to the avengers comp and be like hey guys if you're looking for wanda we got her here you know give us a call they're gonna send there's gonna be an avenger cameo before this is all over there has to be there has it's gonna to be, be. it's, it's there, gonna be fucking clint okay <laughs> They're gonna be sitting around the compound, fucking rodent be himself. Like, be like, all right, send Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, it is time for chorus of cinema, Scott. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. I went first last time, so why don't you take the reins sure. uh, this time? You had me watch the Netflix original film, The Babysitter Two. Killer Queen. Oh yeah, I forgot I had you watch that. Yes. You uh you made me watch the original, the first one, The Babysitter earlier in course of cinema. Pretty good. And I liked it. I liked it. And I I, I was always like, Oh, I liked it so much I'm gonna watch the sequel. Never got around to it till you course of cinema that one as well. Um first thing I wanna start off by saying it needs to be said. The soundtrack to this movie is fucking fire. Oh, it's great. It's so good. Like, they use so many songs. So many songs. I don't even know. Like, I think they just did it on purpose. Like, they were just like, let's just throw, like, an 11-second clip of this song that we fucking love. And oh, we'll yeah. put it right here. Yeah, the, the soundtrack was incredible. Now, I'll... I, I, didn't, I didn't have too high hopes coming into this movie because you told me... That you didn't really That's fair, care yeah, for. Yeah. I'm going to say it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Now, it wasn't as good as the original. Which they never are. But I feel like they tried to do too many things differently. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like, well, the way that it felt like to me was... Now they have, essentially in this movie... They have the original group of killers that all died and came back... And now they have, but also a second group of new killers that have to be killed off. So it's like, now they've basically almost doubled the amount of, like, killer deaths that they have to do in this one. They did. and they, they So they brought back all the original killers, like you said, who all died in the first one. But they just wrote that off by, like, making a pact with the devil and the devil sending them back. Yeah. The killer, the new killers... Were all kind of shitty. Like they weren't tough at all. They weren't very charismatic either. They weren't even. They weren't as fun as the original. They were group. forgettable. They weren't as fun at all. At all. Um, I think they ended up getting killed off first too. Like, before the like original, right away. Original, like, yeah. Right away. Like they were. They were <coughs> pussy. But uh, here's one thing. I'll get right to it. One thing that bothered me. So the girl who was kind of the love interest in the first movie, not the babysitter herself. The girl... Like who, his friend. His, his friend. friend. His neighbor. Like his neighbor. Um, played by Emily Aylin Lind. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. The younger sister 
of Natalie Ann Lind, who I fucking love. She, uh... I'm saying back up a little because you're above the microphone now. She, uh... She's in that show that Laura was just telling us about, that Big Sky. Yeah. She was in The Gifted on Fox, the the X-Men movie. Yeah. I just love her. She is Yeah, great. she played the blonde chick in that one. Yeah. The blonde chick. Fucking gorgeous. Gorgeous. Smoke show. Yeah. Um, this is her younger sister. Like, a lot younger sister. And there's actually... Also third. very pretty. Very pretty young lady. Very pretty, but not of age. So I'm going to be That's why I said pretty. That's why I said her pretty. Her older <laughs> sister is, is completely legal. When they're legal, <laughs> you can say smoke show. Yes. If they're not, you say she's a pretty young right. lady. Very, uh, very yes. So... At any rate, I didn't. I put two and two together. I'm like, she looks familiar. They look like each other. That's what the crazy thing was. <laughs> but it, my my point was, in the first movie, you're like rooting for her and the the boy to get yeah. together. Um, let's get right to it. She's the fucking villain in this movie. She signs back with the devil. She wants to. She wants to yeah. do the same thing that they did in the first movie. Essentially, now Samar Weaving, who played B in the first movie, who was in fact. The title, the titular character, the babysitter. The babysitter. She was the main antagonist, if you will. In this movie, first of all, she's hardly fucking in it. And when she is, she's like a good guy. She kind of is. Well, like at the end of the first movie, if you remember, like when she was dying, Mm -hmm. like she... She was kind of still friendly with him. Like, she didn't blame him for anything. And she still kind of seemed almost like a potential friend slash love interest kind of person because she, like, like it was, it didn't end badly between them, even though he killed her because she was trying to kill him. Did and she kill him? Did he kill her? Well, you know, we don't know. That was always up she's to the a, air, but I guess she's a did. demon. She's a succubus. She's a demon now. She's yeah. a succubus, basically. Uh-huh. So, um, so but yeah, no, they, they, she, she died before that, remember? Well, We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, she made a deal with the devil before this. Yes. Point is, she never wanted to kill him, even in the first movie. The fucking kid, the main kid, fucked everything up. If he would have just taken that shot of tequila with her in the first movie, and gotten roofied and drugged and passed out, she wasn't going to kill him. She was going to take that syringe and suck his blood and use that for their sacrifice. He would have been passed out the whole time. Everything would have been hunky-dory. Yeah. But no. He had to fucking puss out. Fake, sh- fake... I feel like you're blaming the kid in this guy. In this in this scenario. You're saying, like, he's the he's almost the worst person. <laughs> That's what you're getting to. He's not the worst person. Okay, I hate the, vil- I hate the victim you're, shame. You're... <laughs> <laughs> I hate the victim shame, but I kind of am. Uh, if he would have just taken the roofie and let it. her and let her have his have her dude, way with him, dude, everything would have been fine. Dude, I okay. <clears throat> Cards on the table. Cards on the table. Okay, I've had I've had many rums. When I was a kid, okay, so I have two younger sisters. They are eleven and nine years younger than me, respectively. Yeah. We had a babysitter, who, because I I was probably. 12. I was significantly older than them. Of the teen They were, they were maybe 13, 14, you know, around yeah. 12, 13, 14, around that age. But my parents hired a babysitter to watch my sisters because they were small. I just happened to be there as well. She didn't have to watch me, but I wasn't going to watch my sisters. You know what I mean? It was yeah. one of those deals. 
fucking dimer. Probably about four or five years older than me, maybe maybe three around that around that time. God damn, the things I would have eaten from her asshole. <laughs> like, have no limits. Have no limits. Her name was Desiree, and she was an absolute stone cold fox, but a huge whore. Huge whore. Later in life, I found stories out about her, but I would have. If I was in that situation like he was, I would have taken that shot so damn fast. I would have I would have tried to impress her. And he was trying to impress her too. Like yeah. that was the whole point. <sighs> I feel like you're more disappointed with him now. I'm disappointed. You're just disappointed it's, with it's, him. It's disappointment. But anyway, I'm not mad. If, I'm just it, disappointed. But it, but it, it, it's it's a it's a domino effect. If that wouldn't happen, then we wouldn't have this first movie or second movie, which we're talking about the second movie now. It's uh, it's kind of a train wreck. It's kind of all over the place. It is. There's there's a, there's a lot of plot holes that I don't really get. Like they go to this lake that's like in the mountains, and they're on a they're on a houseboat. It's like a spring break kind of party scene kind thing going of for on for high school kids. That that shit didn't happen. Like not around here. I don't. I don't maybe maybe there's maybe in California. You know, maybe maybe somewhere out there. Shit, we picked the wrong place to live. You were born there. Why'd you leave? Fucking not my choice. Okay, well, I didn't get a vote in the. I didn't get well, voted. I'm, I don't know, but I, I never. I went to some pretty fucking crazy high school parties. None of them ever went like that. Oh, none of them ever tried to make a a deal with the devil and try to sacrifice a, uh, another fellow I'm student. I'm talking about the lake and, party. And the oh, the lake party. You're talking the... about the orgies and the lake party. I see. Okay, that's well, you, shit I want. You, have you, Scott? You're on TikTok now. Do you know what high schoolers are like nowadays? I hate how fake Hollywood is. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, so the whole movie, and, and there's actually a new girl introduced who I love. Um, She's the new love interest. Yes, yes. And She's I the remember. rebel. She's a rebel without a cause. She's the re- rebellious teen that she wants to be part of the group, but she doesn't want to be so part of the group. So her name is Jenna Ortega. And I kind of love her. So I'm a big fan of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, the animated series on Netflix. I watch it with my kids. We're obsessed. She plays, she voices Brooklyn, one of the coolest characters on that show. But she was also in a Disney Channel show that I, my kids used to watch, Stuck in the Middle. I don't know if you remember that. It was kind of campy. I've probably heard of it. It was a kitty bopper show. Yeah, she's like awesome. But then I got to thinking, your girlfriend Bella Thorne is in both movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Also a Disney Channel original. Yes. What was this? What was the Disney Channel show she was in? Ah, uh, I before don't know. My it time. was. I mean, it was after my time. It was, but af- it was before my fuck. Kids it was. Time. It was after my time because Bella Thorne's a little like she's like ten years younger than I am. So, um, I would have to look it up. You know, I'm on IMDb right now. I'll look it up. Bella okay. Thorne. It was a Disney Channel show, but anyway, it's irrelevant. I'm like, who the fuck is getting all these Disney Channel stars and making them hoe out on this movie? Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, Disney Channel has been known to produce uh, whorish women out of their young starlets, essentially. Except for Hilary Duff. Well... Keep her name out your mouth if well, you're not going to talk nice about Hillary Duff. Well, I've Hillary seen... Hillary Duff is a fucking angel. And... I've seen a few music music videos. 
Remember, she had a music career? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, she had a music career. Um, she didn't go Miley Cyrus or anything. She didn't go Miley Cyrus, but she did. She tried. I'm going to say she tried to go down that same uh, Miley Cyrus, Lindsay Lohan route where there was one music video where she was being overtly sexual and there was a bunch of like muscly arm dudes and she was like had the biggest red lipstick and wearing skimpy clothes and she was like dancing on and grinding on them and shit like that there is one music video she's like my age like she's not a young person she's like my age no she's older than you are you sure i'll look it up don't, I'm on IMDb. I'm trying to find the Bella Thorne show you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I said there a it big is. thing for Hillary Duff. Shake it up. That's what it is. Shake it up. That's what Bella Thorne was in. And th- here's my here's another argument. Another pet peeve I have. In The Babysitter 1 and The Babysitter 2, the, on Netflix. She's 34 years old right now. She's, she's born 87. You're 32. She I'm, splits the difference. Okay. Eiffel Tower, baby. How the house wins. Okay. Double team. Let's do it. <laughs> I think she's married. I think she's married to a hockey player. Do I care? She's not cheating on me. She's cheating on that other guy. I think her husband used to play hockey for the Penguins, actually. That's neither here nor there. But at any rate, they put Bella Thorne on both pictures. Yeah. Like, she's but she's hardly... the big she's the big name actress. Even though but she's, she's hardly not the main character. It doesn't matter. She's the biggest name actress they have in there. It doesn't Samara, matter. Samara Weaving is a pretty big name. And she was the main character in the first movie. She's hardly not, in the second one. Not bigger than Bella Thorne. And because you fucking good her OnlyFans, that's why. <laughs> but I that, think people know her. That's true. <laughs> Wall Street bets, baby. <laughs> R colon backslash backslash. I'm gonna invest in OnlyFans. That's what I'm gonna invest in. There you in. go. So I, I, the movie was kind of all over the place. I didn't like it more than the first one, but it was fun. The first one was a bit of a gem, but this one... It it was was fun. It was entertaining. Um, Yeah, it it was a little over the top with the the blood spray scenes and the 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 over-the-top murders. And, uh, you know, I just didn't... I didn't like the villain hero shift. I didn't like... The good girl from the first movie is now a villain in the second movie, and the villain from the first movie is now the good person in the second movie. Like, is she good though? Is she really good though? Yes, because you saw she's the... still a demon. She's still a demon. Yes, she's still evil. Why did she become a demon to save that little girl's life who was in the hospital bed? She did a bad thing for a good reason. Still, still rotting in hell. Still yes. in hell. She said, I will rot in hell instead of her. Like, what? That's like an absolutely selfless issue. That's that's when that's when fucking God should get involved. This is your religion we're talking about here, Scott. Okay, God doesn't give a shit. He's going to send her ass to hell because she did it. Doesn't matter the reason. This you is your religion. You still haven't watched Preacher yet, have you? I've, I've not gotten past first season one. Honestly, I forget that show. My problem with you? Is that you have a boner for kids with cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like that show. And uh, I've not gotten past season one because I forget that show exists. Just like Dirk Gently, Holistic Detective Agency. I forget that show exists until I'm on. Because I don't go on Hulu. I never go on Hulu because I hate advertisements. And so that bugs me a lot about that. That's an app. easy. But Dirk Gently is an easy watch. It very is. I, lo- I did enjoy that show. That's an easy it's, watch. Like I said, I just. I just I there's there's several seasons of Preacher. There's like only two, maybe three of Dirk Gently. Also, I I they haven't like done any new rookie 
episodes also, so I'm like Rookie? Uh uh The Rookie? The Rookie, yeah. The okay. Rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I forget I forgot the article in that title. I'm sorry. I Scott. just didn't know what you're talking about. I thought you meant like rookie episodes of Dirk Jelly. I'm like, huh? No, the rookie. The rookie. Uh, Starring the guy from Firefly. Yes. I love him. What's his name? I love him. Fuck. God, Adam. Scott! We have a fucking podcast here. This is what this fucking amateur hour? Uh, well, this is what this fucking rum does to us, okay? This is what it does to us. Um, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. I love. I do love Nathan Fillion. I, I, he's, he's a good guy. He's yeah. a very awesome. The Rookie is a very good show. But we're not talking about The Rookie this episode. No. Um, so you liked it, but it's I not did. as good as the original. No, not as good as the original. Fair enough. But it was entertaining. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Okay, well, that's fine. Moving um, on, moving on. My show that you, or my movie that you had me watch was Disney's Mulan, the live action remake of the Disney cartoon Mulan. Finally. Um, You've been shitting all over this movie for months. Listen, I avoided watching it because I wanted to give you an easy movie to give to me. I'm going to be honest with you. That's why I didn't watch it. Um, first of all, fuck you, Cricket. I'm going to say that. <laughs> what was that bullshit? The guy's they, name is Cricket. Fuck. Cricket's in the movie. That bullshit Cricket's that is in the fucking movie. that does not make up for the lack of the cricket from the original Mulan. okay so here's the thing so i went into this i went i wanted this open-minded by the way because i was like okay this is gonna be a more serious live action mulan you know it's meant to be a little bit more realistic that's the reason why they didn't put mushu in there like okay here we go and then within the first 10 minutes you had child mulan doing some nonsensical bullshit when she fell off the roof sticking that staff in the wall and flipping around like three times and landing on the ground like she didn't get her definitely some crouching tiger shit and then yeah no no prior training nothing she's all of eight years old she has the chi homie i'm gonna talk about that in a second don't worry about that um and then within that same 10 minutes you have a series of uh black black clad villains running up and down fucking walls because they're they're wearing black scott that's why (laughs) running up the fucking walls the classic villain is always black that's what i mean running up the fucking walls of that garrison when the fucking magic lady you know possesses herself into that um dude that looks very much like aladdin i thought i was watching i thought i was watching aladdin for the witch the witch lady i believe it's the term is sorceress they called her a witch. Fuck you. They called her a witch. They, they did didn't, call her a witch. They didn't yeah. say sorceress. You're right. They did call the her a witch. The witch lady magics herself into Aladdin and then walks into the garrison and then basically uh, creates a lot of chaos from the inside while apparently Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, a bunch of them, ran up the fucking wall, then ran down the wall. And all the while I'm thinking, if they could do this shit, why the fuck didn't they put Mushu in the goddamn movie? The laws of physics cease to exist in China. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I thought about how I was going to describe this movie. And I, so you know, compliment sandwich, where you do like a negative thing, then a positive thing, and then, or a positive thing followed by a negative thing followed by a positive thing. I'm going to do a compliment calzone, where it's a lot of positive things, but surrounded by negative things. Okay. Okay, great. so. Let's let's put, get the feeling in there first, okay? It's a very entertaining movie. There's a lot of cool action elements it in there. Was, if you was. like a lot of those, like, very, very over-the-top um, Asian martial arts kind of movies, like, like Crouching those. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes, we do. Crouching Tiger's a great movie. Yes, it is. Um, if you like a lot of those kind of movies, there's a lot of those elements of the people running on walls, a lot of fantastical 
flips and sword play and things like that going on in this movie. It's great. That's fine. I didn't have a problem with the action so much. I did really didn't. Um, I do have a problem though with why the the way they explain a lot of the action. They explain it using chi, which chi. is very mu- it's very much a real concept. Yeah. In in people, today today people still believe that. Yes, and like Dallas. ancient Chinese cultures yes. and things like that. All those Asian cultures, a lot yes. of them have something chi or similar to chi. It's a very real thing that it's it's well it's a fake thing, but it's a real thing they believe. Adam, it's. It's about as you're real fucking as, with my chi. It's right about now. as real as the Holy Spirit. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go again. So here's my big, the, my biggest. I'm gonna go, with, go start with this. My biggest problem with this whole movie is the original Mulan. And before you say it, yes, it's meant to be a different, you know, way of telling the story of Mulan. Yada yada yada. But because Disney's behind it, you have to compare it a little bit. With the original Mulan, they did the cartoon version, as we've done with all these other movies, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, all these fucking movies. Um, my problem with it is the original Mulan told a very wonderful story. It was basically the story was about a woman. They believed a woman could not be equal to a man, but Mulan proved them wrong in this story by using her ingenuity and her creativeness to basically show that a woman is equal to man and she could be surpass a man too because she could be creative and ingenuity. They tell that same story here, but instead they say a woman cannot be equal to a man unless she has magic. A magic makes a woman equal, uh, equal or surpass a man in this movie. That's, that's how they explain it. That is how they explain it in this movie. Mulan, Mulan, you, oh, I see your face. I see you kind of being like realizing what the fuck you're talking about. Basically, this entire movie is about Mulan. She's a special person. She has a lot of special abilities. And it's explained away during the fucking narration that we don't need. Let's be honest. We don't need this ex- this narrator telling the story that she has chi and she's channeling the chi and she's a lot of chi and the chi makes her special and gives her all these special abilities and say chi again chi all basically everything she does is explained away even in the story when she's talking to the witch because she's strong with the chi she has a lot of chi in, in her body like they, it's it's basically the force this is basically what it is the force um it's not how this works. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. <laughs> but it's explained that she's so much, she's an amazing person, but the entire explanation is evolved for Chi. Like when she's in the training and she's, if you remember the cartoon when they're doing the training and stuff like that, and there's that one scene where they have to climb up the, Climb up the big wooden Dude, pole. Dude, that's fucking let's get down to business, right? <clears throat> let's get down to business. It's fucking epic. It is. It's a training montage, but it's extended. I, I still ex- get a like, little semi-hard with that song when I hear the first couple It's extended out in this movie and no music, so it's not as fun. Right. Um, right. But there is a scene where she has to climb up a mountain. They have to hold buckets. Yeah. How that very, very hard on your shoulders. I don't know if you work out, Scott. That's very hard on your shoulders. Um, but uh, that's the version of this. In the cartoon, they have this arrow that's atop this big wooden pole and you have to figure out a way to climb up there and get the arrow nobody can do it but she does it because she's smart enough to realize oh if i just whip these weights around the backside and use them as like a pulley system to pull herself up she can get up there and reach the arrow that's ingenuity that's her being smart and ability in this one they explain it she's strong in the chi so she can do it so it's not her ability it's just she has magic that's why she can do it thought about it like that that's all it is it ta- it completely takes Think about the... the younger sister which there was no younger sister in the cartoon 
No, there wasn't. There's a younger they sister. They replaced the grandma with the fucking younger sister. You so know, there's, there's a younger sister. But guess what, Adam? The younger sister doesn't have the chi. <laughs> so she's so what the, does she have to do? She has What's her life. She good? has to doll herself up and she has she's to. She's got to go see the matchmaker. She's got to find herself a husband still. She has to be the stereotypical person that they're fighting good, against. Good for her older <laughs> sister, Mulan, who has chi. And is able to go off and join the king's guard, the emperor's guard. She's an officer in the guard. By the way, Jet Li is a fucking pimp. I mean, it was awesome seeing him in there. Yes. And I was like, he had a cool fight scene, but I kind of wanted more Jet Li fighting. Yeah. You can never have enough Jet Li. Did you ever see the movie The One? I love The One. I love the, the concept of The One. It's so, so good. It's so fucking good. It's like so good. Like, I want to rewatch First the of all, one. the beginning of The One is amazing because yes. it starts out with them transporting the prisoner who is Jet Li's character. Mm-hmm. One of one of the versions of the character. It's an interdimensional movie. So yes, it's different dimensions. Yes. And it starts out with um, Al Gore, I think it is, being the president at the time when George Bush, in our reality, is the president. So you're like, what the fuck is going on? It's great shit. It's Dude, awesome. The one is so good. And I love Jet Li, and he was he was the emperor in this. But you really make some good points. <laughs> you you really make you some got good Disney, You had Disney goggles on. You didn't I see did. it. I had my rose-colored Disney goggles on. Exactly. It, I do. I do that. I admit it. I admit I'm not, it. I'm not saying Mulan wasn't cool in the movie. She had a lot of badass fight scenes. Like, after she was fighting the witch in the, the middle of the movie, cool. the witch was cool, and she, like, explained, like, your chi is poison, so you can't be stronger because you're lying about your truth and blah, 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 blah. So she finally, so thanks, by the way, thanks to her lying and hiding her breasts with that thing, it saved her life. So if you want to talk about how bad it is she lying, if she didn't lie, she would have died with that fucking uh, throwing star looking knife thing that she did. So let's just forget about that for a second. But... Um, she goes back and she realizes, like, she takes off all her garb. She lets her hair down. And now she, you see her as a fighting woman. It's a badass fight scene. Seeing her running into battle in this, whenever um, the diversion forces in this in this version are fighting um, the Emperor's Guard. And she's in there flipping and doing all kinds of shit. Kicking spears left and right. Stabbing yeah, motherfuckers. It's cool. But it falls short because it explains it not because a woman can be as good as a man it's a woman can be as good as a man as long as she's got the fucking cheat that's how I it's like explained it. i like i like your i like it, your explanation it's very feministic and i appreciate that it takes away from the old from the original movie it really does but if you're into good action watch the movie here's Here's another problem I have with it. Again, I'm gonna say it, and I think this movie could have done with some fucking Mushu. It really could. I'm I'm stuck on that. That's stuck the, on the Mushu. that's the hill I'm dying. Here's why: because if you could see a magical fucking bird that only she can see, why can't you have Mushu bring in a little comic relief that only she can see? Yeah, like okay, <laughs> so in the cartoon, their family's spirit, like the, it was, it was the dragon. Now it's the phoenix. Now it's the phoenix. They changed that. They changed the name of the fa- the family name too. It used to be Fa. Now it's Hua. I mean, maybe it's more accurate. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. So my defense of this movie before I watched. Go it ahead, to you, defend it. My defense before I watched it was, you were like, oh, there's no Mushu. Oh, there's no Donny Osmond singing. Let's get down Let's to business. Let's get down oh, to business. I'm like, well, Adam. I said, from what I understand, it's going to be more 
historically accurate. It's going to be in the first and ten I minutes. I break history. Then I watch it. I'm like, oh my god, there's a fucking witch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh the no. lady can possess a man and then turn herself into a, a, a cadre of birds and shit like that, or bats or whatever it is, and she could turn herself into a fucking hawk. And people are running up and down walls, and I'm sitting here thinking about. It. I was like, "Where's the realistic history beyond behind this? What yeah. the fuck is going on?" Yep, touche. Yeah. So okay, it is what it is. It's a fine movie. It's fine. Go into it thinking you're watching. You're not going to watch a more historically accurate movie. It's not. That's not what this is. It is a more crouching tiger, hidden dragon, fantastical battle Mulan that has, honestly, I'll be honest with you. Nothing funny happened in this movie. That did not. There's not once that I smiled in this movie. Typically, a Disney movie, even the live action ones, occasionally has like some funny like moments and things like that that kind of lighten the mood. Nothing like that happened in this fucking movie. It, it's serious all the fucking way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not. It's not your least favorite live action it's adaptation. Not. It's not. It really is. It's isn't. certainly not your favorite. I don't. I'd be honest with you. Of all the live action adaptations Disney's done, I as far as I'm concerned, I don't think they've ever done a good one. They've you, done you didn't like Maleficent. They, I I don't like Maleficent because it's trying to take a bad guy who is a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy and say no, she's deeper than that. Or maybe she could be a bad guy for the sake of being a bad so guy. So watching Sleeping Beauty, the animated classic, she's a fucking cunt. That's the Fox News version, Adam. The real version. Shut is... up, Scott. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Did you think Alice in Wonderland live action was bad with Johnny Depp? I was that kind was, of fun. That was good, but that yeah. was but that was more of a continuation. It wasn't a remake. It was more of like a sequel continuation. Like it that's more of like what that was. And you know, I'm not gonna split hairs. It's fine. That was a fine movie. The sequel sucked, but that was a fine movie. Uh Snow White and the Huntsman. I know. Sucked. We know how you feel about that. Aladdin, besides Will Smith Genie, which I'm surprised I really enjoyed that. For the most part, sucked. I like Jeff. I like the actors, but the writing was shit. The writing and the storytelling was shit. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. That was fine. It was fine. Just fine. Beauty I, and the Beast. I liked everything but the Beast solo song. I liked everything but that. What about? Did you watch live action Cinderella? No. Did you watch the live action? There's a Lady, live action Cinderella. Lady, yeah, Lady and Tramp. No, I didn't watch that. Oh, it's because it's not live action. For shut up, it's not live action. I guarantee it's all CGI dogs, isn't it? No, there's real dogs. There's real dogs? All I'm right, sure that's they, fine. I'm sure they use CG. You don't fine. know. I watched it. They look fucking real. No, but there are real dogs. <laughs> there are real dogs. Uh, listen. Listen, I read... They looked real. They, look, they also look like listen, real fucking lions, I'm, I'm too. Sure, I'm sure. The Chronicles of Narnia, he looked fucking like a real lion. That right? looked like... If I thought Jesus was a lion, that's what he would look like. That's what I picture. Um... I got one for you. All right. It's early 90s. Glenn Close, 101 Dalmatians. Great movie, right? I never watched the live action. <gasps> you never saw that from I the never 90s. Watched, I liked the cartoon too much to watch the live action. I didn't want to watch it. I really didn't. Add it to the list. I might have to course of you. You got to find it on a free streaming service, though. Dude, it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Is it really? That's right. Yeah, it should dude. be. Never mind. It should be. Never mind. What, am I, what am I thinking? All right. It's a fine movie. Just recognize it kind of sucks, too. It's a calzone of bullshit wrapped around some good stuff. I like the calzone of compliments. <laughs> All right, let's pick our next uh, movie, Scott. Let's let's do it. 
I'm giving you a weird one. This is my oh. one of my weird ones. You're gonna think it's weird. I thought it was weird, but I also thought it was interesting at the same time. It's a I believe it's all British actors, so I'm assuming it's a British film. Okay. Um, it's on Netflix. Okay. It's a movie called Await Further Instructions. Await Further Instructions. It's a very freaky psychological thriller sci-fi kind of movie. Okay. <coughs> um, I'll check that out. Yes, it's on like I said, it's on Netflix. And sir, this is what I'm giving you. What do you have here? Oh. So for those of you listening, oh, I I'm just gonna like this. I just handed Adam a DVD because it is a movie that I've wanted him to watch for a long time, and I've been waiting for it to come to streaming services, and I've been waiting for it to come to streaming services, and I'm fucking tired of waiting. So I'm just giving you my DVD copy, it, so you can watch it. Go ahead. Please. I'm actually excited to watch this. this is Birdman yes. starring Michael Keaton? I've actually. It's a movie that I've always wanted to watch, but every single time I think about doing it, I never just get around to doing it. Because, like you it's said, not it's, on it's not on the yeah, streaming service. I'd have to pay for it. Um, I don't want to I actually do that. got this movie when uh, we talked about it on the show. I'm a family video guy. I see the sticker on the on the cover. I see the sticker. Family video closed down. When my family video was shutting down, I wanted to go check it out. And man, they, the vultures had already been there. It was picked clean. You would say the Birdman have already been there. I, you could say that. You could say. That. So I'm checking. I'm like, oh, I gotta find something. And I saw that movie, and it was like a dollar. And I said, I'm getting it because I like this movie. So I got it, and uh, you're gonna watch it. I'm the gonna. Birdman, you know what? What's what's the what's the subtitle? Subtitle: Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Okay. Very pretentious. It was nominated but... for Best Picture. Michael Keaton is fantastic. Oh, yeah, in Emma it. Stone's on this too. Oh, Emma Stone's in it. That's great. I love me some Emma Stone. I'm yeah, on. dude. Yes. I'm excited for you to watch it. All right, so again, that's Birdman for me, and await further instructions on Netflix I'm for Scott. I'm mm, you might be, or you might not be. <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll find out next week. Tune in next week. Same uh, bat time, same batch, same bird time, same bird channel. <laughs> Uh, for distraction, if you want to get hold of us, email us for distraction at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search for distraction at podcast FYD. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Search for distraction or podcast FYD. You'll find us. Rate us, like us, subscribe to us, share us with your friends. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. And that's serious. Um, I've seen a lot of growth on SoundCloud, by the way. A little bit of growth. We're, we're, we're getting Our up there. Our 200th episode was popular. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. A lot of people listened to our 200th episode. I'm and excited. that's kind of what we wanted. Honestly, like, when we joined, uh, which I'm going to talk about here in a second, when we joined the Electronic Media Collective, yes. I've noticed some upticks of, of uh, numbers, and I'm liking it a lot. Yes. Make me popular, goddammit. Yes. Uh, our 200th episode was special. I loved it. And a lot of people listened to it, so I'm excited to see any feedback we get. Please let us know. Shoot us an email. Absolutely. Um. Before we go, before we sign off here, a uh, big shout Forgot out. We're also a member of the B-Roll Podcasting Network. Uh, I have to mention that. Oh, you we didn't say that? You I didn't. Say, I oh, just shit. I just mentioned our social media stuff. B-Roll Podcast Network, head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. You'll find them on there. You'll find us on there. A lot of really great shows. Also, like I said, electronicmediacollective.com. A lot of really great shows on there. Yes, head over there. You, yes. you heard that at the beginning of the show. We're telling you at the end. EMC, Movie Guys Podcast. B-Roll if I could Network. buy stock in EMC, I would. Yeah, dude, I would. I would. I would fire that up. But, um, dude, I'm hammered. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. So, usually those are... It's my birthday! It's your birthday. It's 12.20. It's 12.20 right now that we're recording. Is it it 12? It's 12.20. Happy birthday, Adam. Fucking 32 years old. 
happy birthday. This rum, the Barcelo Imperial, really did the trick. I'll be honest with you. We should get drunk like this every episode because I think this is a great episode. I, I think, think we were more funny this You episode. know, I've been told by multiple listeners that their favorite episodes are our drunk episodes. Here's the thing. I'm more charismatic and outgoing when I'm drunk. We used to get drunk on the regular on the podcast. Yes. Then fucking COVID. Then we kind of stopped drinking as much. This is great. This it's great. Is, this I is love it. this rum. I yeah, love this, this rum is, is fucking good. It's awesome. Get the rum if you can. It's awesome. What's the name of the rum again? Barcelo Imperial Ron Domenico. I'll post a picture to our social media. Do it. Do it. Post a picture of the half-empty bottle. It's right going to be gone. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. People are going to be like, motherfucker, those guys are luscious. A little bit. Yeah. I got problems in life. I need to drink. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs>